Hello and welcome to Diary of a Serial Hostess. Today's article is all about high or low and the fact that there's nothing in between. In the world of high society, often restrained elegance is the difference between those who know and well those who just don't. And there's no place clearer in this issue than at home. Money helps but good taste and innate elegance can do wonders for those in slightly lower budgets. After all, good provenance is not about money, but rather is about breeding. Using decorating words like patina, layers and history is pure comfort. Lots of books, comfy pillows, mismatched paintings, and eclectic collections are what make a house a home. The patina of inherited things, the layers of travels and collections, the history of story and anecdotes. In the world of entertaining, those nuances and touches of rarefied air are represented at the table like an intimate expression of the host's life. Silver candlesticks mixed with plain white ceramics, vintage crystal mixed with Moroccan tea glasses, rattan placemats on top of antique damask tablecloths. It is in the high and low, the mix, the juxtaposition of objects that our lives are told. Personally, I love it. It makes houses look lived in and comfortable, accessible and unfussy. It is how I like to live. It is also how I end up dressing. Blue jeans with fabulous jewelry or great shoes with a wicker basket or my old sable coat with hundred boots. I splurge on things that never go out of fashion or at least are not going to be passe in one season. Oh, And there is a big difference between old, vintage, and retro. The good stuff never goes out of style. But back to entertaining. And yes, that was Captain that you heard in the background. When setting the table, think of the following points. Comfort. The chairs have to be comfortable if you want your guests to linger. You have to add pillows and cushions when needed. And if you have to use stools or backless benches, serve a different room, um, serve dessert in a different room in the house. It's really uncomfortable to sit for a long time on a backless bench. For the table, you need enough elbow room between settings at the table to be able to cut your meat and space for glasses and bottles of wine and salt and pepper, etc. Make sure the table does not wiggle and that there's a bit of room to breathe. Yes, a tight squeeze is a great for cocktail parties, but not so great at a dinner table. Centerpiece. Flowers or small potted plants, never higher than chin level, so people can talk and see each other across the table. Avoid flowers with heavy scents that will conflict with the aroma of the food. Candles at a correct height, whether long tapers or little short votives. And I love using citrus fruits as part of the look and as part of the centerpiece decor. Tabletop. To have a cohesive look, I use two of each texture or color. For example, if I use tortoiseshell glasses, I use tortoiseshell cutlery. If I use a silver pitcher, then I match the pitcher with the candlesticks. If I use rattan placemats, then I use rattan placemat glasses. I don't like everything to be matching, but it has to have a pair. I think it looks much more calm and better. Also, keep the table to two main colors. That is meant to be easy on the eye, the table setting, and to eat. Not a jarring challenge of how many colors you can mix on the table. Linens. Invest in high-quality linens. 
having gone the other route, I can tell you that you get what you pay for. Cheap is always going to look and feel cheap. Decor. The point is to have decor that is in the vernacular of your house, the season, the room, and the food you're serving. Um, I see lots of these bloggers that set beautiful tables, but there's never any food on the photo, so you don't know if the table is set properly or not. A garden lunch deserves a different table setting than your Christmas Eve dinner, and a casual meal of pizza and salad doesn't need to be served on your best porcelain, but it is perfect on hand-painted ceramic plates. An elegant table is not a gilded affair of layer upon layer. Refined look is a mixture of collections that tell a story, a color scheme that follows a line, and a way to showcase the food you're serving. But most importantly, it is a calm and pleasant way to spend time in good company. Invest in high accessories to elevate your table settings. You'll never tire of using a silver pitcher or sterling candlesticks or a hand-painted salad bowl. Yes, absolutely, to silver cutlery and serving pieces that you can collect bit by bit. I avoid complete sets of matching china, but I drool over sets of 12 for dessert and dinner that I then mix with other things. In the low world, ceramic dinner plates mix with bone stoneware and porcelain. Think of rattan and wood and cotton and linen and glasses. Lots of glasses. Of the things that I use every day, I go low, especially the glasses. They break constantly. And then dress it up with a few high accessories. It is hard to explain my style as it is always evolving. I'm always learning new color combinations and getting inspiration from art, nature, and food. And I use the things that I have collected. As I look at old photographs, there seems to be a thread of continuity in the way that I fold the napkins or how I place the glasses or the combinations of colors that I use over and over again. But at the end of the day, it is always about the effort you make to assure that your guests are comfortable and about the fun that you have while doing it. So just do it. Yours truly, Serial Hostess.